penalty. It's Rapino against Van Feenendaal. It's 1-0. The USA won. The Netherlands nil. Foul, the game's opening up. Rosa foul. Lovely run. Great goal. Brilliant goal. Rosa foul might have won the World Cup for the United States. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. And for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final in victory and joy for the United States. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Saddle the Score. I am Allison. I'm Madeline. And we have a couple things to talk about. Oh, yeah. We have two victory games. Wait, victory tour game. A victory game sounds weird. That's as if we assumed we already won it. Right into it. It was a victory game. Could we have? Yes. No. Kidding. <laughs> it was a victory Sorry, tour Portugal. match. Yes, a victory tour. We had two victory tour matches. Both of them against Portugal, um, in two different cities. So Portugal got a little tour of the uh, the old U.S. There. I hope they liked it. I hope so. Philly's a really fun city. I can't speak. I don't know Minneapolis as well. I think Minneapolis is probably a great city because a lot of good bands come from there. Oh. <laughs> That's a very interesting rationale. But that has nothing to do with soccer. And you're going to Portugal. I am going to Portugal. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So do I like I wear my women's jersey there like right off the bat? Is that like rubbing it in I'm their sure. faces a little bit? Like had we not played them like two days before, well, a few more days before? No. Now, maybe. But also like I don't know if anybody over there is actually going to know. Like here, like I don't know how big women's soccer is in Portugal. I want it to be huge, but I don't know if anybody will actually care. I think you need to do a deep investigation of that while you're there. We'll do. We'll we'll report. Perfect. We'll report. Well, these games were fun. We won the first one in Philadelphia for nothing, and we won the second one three nothing. One PK from Carly. They were good. Yeah. They they looked they were good. fine. They looked fun and it was fun for, it was fun to come out. I love it when we score, like we did a lot in the world cup in the like under 10 minutes. It's really fun to come out and get on top early. I know it makes probably all the players feel great. It makes me feel good. I can sit a little bit more comfortably. Um, but I really enjoyed uh, Kristen Press to Tobin Heath, like at oh, minute yeah. three something. That was just fourth so minute. Kristen fourth Press minute, has yeah. been an assisting machine lately too. Machine, I mean, always. Yeah. Yeah. She's been crushing it. That goal was great. The Morgan Bryan goal was really fun. Also assisted I was so by Kristen happy to Press. See her score. So happy. She scored like not that many other goals. I don't know the actual number, but it hasn't been a ton. And I mean, this is obviously probably like, you know, her last run with the team. And so it's really lovely to see her. Morgan Bryan? Yeah. You think so? I think she's well, going to be back. I think she's going to be big on the Olympic team because I don't think she should have been on this World Cup roster, but I think she's getting better from her injury now, and she's looking really? pretty good in the NWSL. So I think I think she's starting not just because we have some personnel problems, but because she's ready to come back. Oh, wow. That's I don't, not the way I thought about that. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't think her form is forever destroyed. All right. All right. Well, I would love to see that because I think she's great. She's really lovely. I could be proved wrong, though, but I hope I'm not. Hopefully not. Uh, then Carly scored off of Haran. She did her yes. Fly Eagles fly 
arm flappy for Philadelphia. Yeah, well, well, you're in when in Philly. And then you must. Allie Long scored, which is always fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. You can really hold that in. I don't know why <laughs> I don't love her. I it's okay. You don't have to know exactly why. Uh, but it was it was a, it was another impressive goal. Getting her head on it like mm-hmm. in traffic. Um, it was it was really quite a good play. Um, and we got to see a lot of different uh, personnel in the field. First of all, France started in goal. She got that the start was fun for her. She had a couple shaky to... moments, which I was sad about though. Well, she she I didn't let anyone like... one score. She just looked a little unconfident. But I wonder if sh- her confidence is still shaken from that World Cup yeah. warm up game where she biffed. That was so ugly. So ugly. But, I mean, it happens, right? And it's... Mm-hmm. Now, was, that was the time to make mistakes and try to get your sea legs. And I'm hoping she has them a little bit more, but we'll see. We'll see going forward. Um, but Emily Sonic got to start. Um, Tiana Davidson got to start, who Yay. I'm really, really excited about, talking about young players going forward. Like, oh, yeah. I am pumped to see what she has for, like, what she has in store. It's going to be insane. Tierna is the future. She just, as long as she stays healthy, which so far it seems like she's been okay, um, her and Lavelle are going to just, the future. The future. We have good young players. People are always like, this team is so old, but you know, we'll be okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Listen to Madeline. Listen to me. Um, so yeah, it was fun. I like, I enjoy watching him play. What can I say? And Jess McDonald got minutes and then she yeah. started... The second the game. second match. Yep. Very cool. And she was fun to watch play. She's just a powerhouse. And again, like we've talked going into the World Cup, like she's so strong in other national teams. Like that's the story for a lot of players. Like on other national teams, would she be starting? You know, our team is just so strong up top. But it was really fun to get to see her play and get in the mix. And she made a lot happen in that second match too. So very impressed with her play. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I'm I love that she's a mom. I keep, I'm like reducing her to a mom, but it just makes me so happy. (laughs) Also in this second match, Kristen Hamilton got, got the call. Yeah. She got in and and she had been called up because of injury. And it's basically an NWSL Cinderella success story. Apparently (laughs) she was a soccer player at like university of Denver or like some very, very small school where you wouldn't have gotten attention as a soccer player. And she just really worked her way up the NWSL ladders and is killing it and got the invite. So pretty excited about Kristen Hamilton. That is a Cinderella story. It's it's not like she was at Stanford or UNC or Mm -mm. something, you know, Mm -mm. she wasn't high up in the draft at all. Like it's pretty cool. I, I, it's hard to judge somebody's first outing, but I, I think she had a good one, you know? I mean, just the experience of being in camp with these gals for, you know, a week. And I, I can't imagine how cool that whole thing must be. So um, it's really exciting. And I'm sure she's going to go back to her club and and just try to continue to prove that she uh, she deserves spots in, in national team rosters. I'm thinking, like, you know how they hold open tryouts for the NWSL? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, I just go out there <gasps> next year, right? Yes. And just, like obviously dominate i think there's no way you couldn't play on sky blue (laughs) there is a lot of ways i couldn't i think you could definitely i think think my fitness is um really in the toilet right now wait really 
I mean, like that level of fitness. Yeah, you could me. I couldn't. I like. I don't know what. Oh, you're like, like my fittest friend. I don't like you <laughs> saying that. Okay. Okay. Like in terms of like strength and lifting and certain things like that, I consider myself fit. In terms of like true endurance, I don't have it. Like I couldn't. I don't know what their standard for passing like the beep test would be, but I would have to work on it a lot to make sure I could probably pass their standard for the beep test. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, you know what, maybe, maybe Valen, you and I are going to go out. We're going to hit, like hit some of the fields out there. We're going to work on our beep test and we're going to go out and try out for sky blue. If nothing else, what a story that will be. Well, <laughs> podcasters make There's no way I will make that team. <laughs> they might let me like bring their water. I think like on certain match days, like I could rotate with like the other 12 year olds that want to do that. I can run so, a half marathon. Does that qualify <laughs> I think it I think it doesn't disqualify you I was wondering do you think anyone on the U.S. women's national team has run a marathon a hundred percent oh you think, you they, think so? I was wondering if they hadn't because it was like the, a type of the training that might training. injure them this okay. is this is trivia I want to know <laughs> have any of the U.S. women's national team players run a marathon if Excellent. anyone out there can give us a yes answer we would I would be so interested and okay really quick if one of them have who do you think it would be if I have my idea Becky Sauerbrunn she's mm, she's so that's, serious that's a great yeah I was gonna say Kelly O'Hara but well Kelly's so fast right she's yeah does she have that 26 mile endurance in her she seems like someone who Does might she get, want to have that right might get bored easily whereas becky's probably just like i will sit here all day and defend and, and keep <laughs> i will keep running and defending for some reason defending and long distance running feels similar to me <laughs> yeah so like all of our defenders i'm sure they've read i also feel like carly lloyd again with that like mentality yeah. like i feel like at some point in her career she's like i want to run a marathon and nobody's gonna tell me no and i'm gonna do it and there look i did it like, well, she is going like, to be an NFL player now. Okay. I am. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I am. I love that it got like into serious talks and she needs to like change up her steps and this and that. And like, I think there's a very different, there's a very large difference between kicking a field goal, wearing shorts and a t-shirt and not having linemen running at you. Uh, but if she wants to try putting on the gear and getting the steps down and like I'm all for it like go Carly go you know what it's a new day I loved it I thought it was I I loved that it was I told my dad and he was like wait 51 yards he was like that's not right and I was like 51 like she kicked a really like that's hard to do and you you just she did it and you can't take that away from her and it's impressive sports I love it She's the equal. It's equal on video. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, there's no is. reason she couldn't actually play in the NFL. I think, no, I agree. I think if she gets her, like, there's something about, like, she the step count and whatnot. But if she can get that step count down with the strides, and then I think the only thing for her is wearing that uniform with all the bulky. Like, I mean, obviously, kickers don't wear that much, but, like, I feel like you have to wear a certain amount, and I feel like that must really throw off and limit like your normal stride hmm. I mean she's used to wearing shorts and a t-shirt in all of her you know sporting matches so I feel like that might be challenging but also what do I know 
very little. So who you knows? already Go sound Carly. You, you just sounded like you knew so much about football. I was like, oh, stride count. Wow. I know about well, football. In- Football, football, American football. Uh, yeah, I, I say go for it. You know what? We're gonna have we're gonna have Zach Ertz and Carly Lloyd both on the Eagles. Yeah, so it's just gonna be like yes. JJ is gonna be in the stands, like loving it. Carly's gonna be on the field, loving it, and it's just gonna be like what? It's gonna, <laughs> it's be, gonna be just like what? Then I'm gonna have not only an Eagles jersey with Ertz on the back. I'm gonna <gasps> have an Eagles jersey with Lloyd on the back. Wouldn't that be cool though? I would love that. It'd be amazing. Yes. The only other thing of real note from these games, I would say, is, well, two things. Did we say Jill Ellis tied the record already? We did not. Nope. Jill Ellis tied the coaching wins record, so bully for her. Yay! Tied Tony's record set between 1994 and 1999, so a little ways away. She's Um, the greatest coach in U.S. soccer history. Yeah, she is. I mean, she just is. She is. She just is. And come um, when they play South Korea on October 3rd, she will have the chance to surpass Tony's record um, and then do it once more just for prosperity on October 6th. It's amazing. South Korea and Chicago. So, oh, back in Chicago. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Where U.S. soccer is. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's amazing. She's, she's just, sorry, Madeline. Yeah. She's just the best. I can't say anything else about that. Not to change the subject, but the other exciting thing about these games was the Philadelphia match was a sellout record. Yes. For attendance. It was about 50,000 people, which is pretty exciting. Hella exciting. Pretty exciting. So those victory tour matches pretty fun. Still no news on who the coach is going to be, but we eagerly await that announcement. Yep. I don't know when it's gonna. I really don't know when it's gonna come. I think almost as soon as the victory tour is over, that's what I'm hoping. I was just wondering, like, if in Chicago on that October sixth game, there's gonna be some type of like passing of the torch. But I also don't know if they're gonna have it by, like, they're gonna know by then. But we'll see. We'll see. So one fun thing that happened in soccer this week is that FIFA announced the uh, FIFA Pro Women's World Eleven candidates. So this is FIFA uh, FIFA's idea of who the best 11 women's players in the world are. And so there's a short list. There's list. There's five goalkeepers, 20 defenders, 15 midfielders, and 15 forwards. And I don't think we need to read them all. I'll put them in the show notes so you can take a list, a look. But Allison and I have tried to create our top tried. 11, top 11 team, which we think is, is really fun and encourage easy. you to play along at home. Yeah. I mean, I like just get down to 11. It is, I got down to like 15 and I was like, okay, okay, I can get rid of this one. Okay, 14. Eh, it's not easy, guys. The really beautiful thing about it is that there are more than 11 U.S. women's national team players. <laughs> so you can have an entire team of just the women's national team. And the thing is, is like, you could do that. And I don't think you would be wrong. Like, that's the thing is like, you could, like, yes, I have other players in my list, but. I, it's, it's heavy with the women, with our the women, they're all women. It's heavy with our <laughs> women. Um, just because I'm biased, which is, I fully admit to that. Like, my opinions are definitely colored by my loyalties here. But, um, but anyways, all right, Madeline. 
let's start? let's start with goalkeepers because it's easiest. Yeah. So there's a there's yeah. only five goalkeepers. I think we could read them out. Sarah Buhati from France, uh, Christiane Endler from Chile. She had a great World Cup, though she did get scored on a lot. Hedvig Lindahl from Sweden, Alyssa Nair from the USA, mm-hmm. and Sari van Vindendal from the Netherlands. And I picked Alyssa Nair. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? I'm actually shocked. I'm I picked Alyssa there. She won the World Cup. I don't know. I she don't did. think any of these. Sorry's pretty good. Van Vienendal, I like a lot. Um, and I like Buhati. But yeah, I picked. That, a, I I'm picked Alyssa. Surprised. Lindahl's good too. But I, you know, I just none of them won the World Cup. Well, but again, you could say that going forward for every set of people here. Who'd you pick? Um, I actually picked Buhati. I. I have, I think I did that because, again, talking about my, like, biases, I'm biased against Pornair. Um, anyways, yeah, I picked Sarah Buhati. I just, I like the way she played. I like the confidence that she carries in the goal. Um, and I feel like if, if, if Alyssa could take, like, a little bit of that confidence and a little bit of that mm. swag, um, I think she would be, like, she would be on par, like, and maybe not on par with Hope Solo, but like pushing towards her. Cause I think, I think like at least a quarter of being a good goalkeeper is having the swag and the confidence to do so and command that back line, which I feel like Sarah Buhati did a fair bit of. So anyways, that was my pick. Nice. I agree with that. Moving, moving forward. Defenders. Defenders. How many did you choose? I only chose three. Oh really? Yeah. I chose wow. to focus my efforts I in midfield. Five. <laughs> you picked five but, defenders. Okay. Well, I obviously have to get rid of one of them because I wanted to have him a four-three-three, but I have five on my list right now. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. the The three defenders I picked were Becky Sauerbrunn, Lucy Abby. Bronze, and Nilla Fisher. Oh, okay. I had a really hard time not picking Renard. I really wanted to put Renard on there, but I didn't think she had that great of a World Cup. She did not. And I like, I strongly said no to Renard when I was going through my list. And um, yeah, those were actually, that actually wasn't that hard for me. I think uh, those three women are amazing. I really like Nola Fisher. I thought she had a great World Cup. Um, If you're looking at, I mean, Abby Dahlkemper, to me was serviceable crystal dunn i still think doesn't compare because she's playing out of position even though i think what she did was amazing and i don't think any of these other people are in quite the same league as uh the players i just mentioned uh, yeah i would agree with that list um i did also um sour brun and lucy bronze mm-hmm. um but i did i did go with dunn and doll kemper because nice. again biased um and i feel like crystal dunn because she's playing out of position to some degree it's like because of that I feel like she just she proved herself as just such a versatile player um and Dahl Kemper I was a big Dahl Kemper critic at the beginning of her play um for the women's national team and I think like kind of what you said like serviceable she's a workhorse and I think like it's, she's not necessarily flashy and she's made some big mistakes as she's come up. But I mean, that's just the nature of the sport. You're going to live and learn. Um, and I think she had like a really um, just solid, like kind of not flashy, but not like just kind of solid World Cup. And I, I think that is more than I can say for like a lot of these players. Mm. And I think, I think 
I'm actually I'm I'm excited to continue to see her playing, you know, going forward to see um to see how she does and how she holds that back line. I think she's had such great she's been under great tutelage by <laughs> Sauerbrunn. And I think um when you have somebody like that who's you can look up to and who can help shape your defensive outlook, you're gonna do really well. So those are my four. I had a couple others on there, but it's hard to cut. All right, midfield. Wow, you really convinced me there, though. I'm just like, yeah, you're right. I should have a dog emperor on here. You're right. That's very, <laughs> that was really inspiring. Thank you. All Thank right, you. who's your midfielders? All right, how many do you midfielders, have? Midfielders, I have, I have three. Okay, um, I have four. Okay, I have, um, I have Juilliard. Mm-hmm. I have Henri. Mm-hmm. Henri. Henri. And um, I put Lavelle. Okay, so our lists are very similar. Can I share mine okay. so we can talk about yeah. them together? I Please picked Ertz, yep. Henri, yep. Aslani, uh, oh, okay. and I picked Lavelle also, which I thought was a controversial decision because I think she actually didn't play well for a lot of the World Cup, but I think she is just so creative. Like, I think she's such an amazing player, actually, that I put her on. And so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you did too. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Like the first part of the World Cup, especially like we kept saying, you know, she's half baked, she's half baked or Rapina, I think said that too. Um, and then she became baked towards the end. Um, she's so baked. She's so baked. She's not high. She's just baked. Um, <laughs> but I think like seeing her transformation um, and seeing her start to kind of connect the dots with her, her own personal skill and her skill as, you know, as a, team contributor was really inspiring and I'm just again part maybe part of the way I picked these is I'm just pumped to see them play in the future and what they're gonna have which is not necessarily the the point of this particular best 11 but I think I think she deserves like I think she deserves to be at least talked about in that midfield group if not on the team the best 11 agree strong agree and I, I picked Aslani because I, I just she's such a dynamic player I thought she had a great yeah. World Cup She's, she's she did. all over the place. So I really liked her. People that I was sad not to put on. There's actually not that many. Lindsay Horan, I think, is really good, but she just didn't get to play that much. Yeah. So she wasn't yeah. on. Carly obviously isn't on. Marison is probably the biggest player not to put on. That was tough. I, I just think yeah. Germany was not that good right now. Mm-mm. So no, they did not they did not have a great World Cup. She didn't impress I me think- that much, even though I know she's legendarily good. Legendarily. Yeah. Well, there was a bunch of legends that I left off because I think they've uh, kind of seen their time and now we're making room for new legends. Yeah. Um, Sam Ewis too. Between Sam and Lindsay, yeah. I, think I mean, the way they, they were played in this World Cup was, I think, potentially quite brilliant. But I also think like had one of them been the quote unquote starter, I think one of them could have easily been on this team. And, you know, obviously this isn't just about world cup play i know i've been talking a lot about it because right. you know i don't get to watch a lot of the french league games for example but if it comes down to their club play too i'm like well they're both great for their club teams. both really good yeah. really good for their club teams it's that doesn't even help they're just neck and neck yeah i mean again like i feel like you could honestly just make a team out of the the u.s players here and you wouldn't be wrong <laughs> And then forwards, I think I had the hardest time with. Yeah. There's some heartbreakers so, here. I picked three. Uh, damn, good job. I have five, which I narrowed to four, 
Wait, and now I'm just staring you have to at pick two, I think. I know. No, no, no. I did four, three, three. Oh, so you get to pick three. Okay. okay. I get to pick three, but I'm like looking at four to five. <laughs> I'm really upset about the people I've left off, but the people I ended up choosing were Sam Kerr. I, I, yeah, obviously. I just, yes. yeah, I mean, come on. You have to. You and then I picked Pino and yes. Ellen White. Okay. we have. I have those three as well. All right. Okay. Who are your three? So you have, have those. Um, I have Sam Kerr, Rapino, and White, and then I have I have Morgan and Heath in the mix. Yeah, I was really sad Heath to leave. Heath is the one I left off a little bit. She didn't She's make my so cut to good four. though. And with Somer, so how are we not putting Somer on there? And Mia Dima. This is crazy. This is I, crazy. I mean, Nikita Paris is very good, but she's she's young. Yeah, Ada Hagerberg. I didn't want to put Ellen White on there because I don't like the allies. Like <laughs> she's so good. I was like, I almost got rid of um, her for Morgan or Heath because I just get annoyed at the allies. But she's so <laughs> flipping good. Like I couldn't not. Like it would be inappropriate to leave her off. I think I really um, liked her until we played her, and then I hated her. Right. Right. She. Um, I read an article um, the other night about um, about her, about her time since the World Cup, and you know her bit of a rise to fame. She says people do like the allies to her when she's like shopping in the grocery store. Um, but she also is just saying that she lies awake at night thinking about that match. <gasps> like her, she says, if my toe hadn't been offside, is how she refers to it. And then because they got, she earned a penalty. Right. And then her other, uh, I forget the name of her teammate that took the penalty and missed. Alyssa mm-hmm. stopped it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just says that she just, she runs through that, those two, her quote unquote, her toe being offside and they call back her goal and then her teammate missing the, uh, wow. the PK. And I'm like, oh, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm sure that must happen to a lot of these athletes, like athletes, um, like laces out Marino, like, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> it just builds and builds and builds in them. So. Anyways, it's tough. She she's on the team for me. So I'm excited to see what FIFA chose. We had pretty similar ones, actually. I thought ours would yeah. be more different, but they were really, really similar. Yeah. Well, I mean, perhaps FIFA will choose the same. Perhaps they will. Perhaps it's obvious or perhaps we're just crazy and uh, <laughs> it will be very wrong. I also wonder if FIFA is going to try to choose a bit more. Are they, they going to try to choose a bit more of a diverse team? Probably. Have a little bit have different countries in there um because ours i mean mine are definitely u.s heavy and england heavy honestly england u.s england and france basically which is um it's a little aryan of me but (laughs) yeah there's almost no south american player i think formiga is the only the only non oh no and oriana altuve and marta's on there oh and marta right of course and that's, but that's, um, that's it. Oh, and Chile. There's some Chileans. So it's, yeah, pretty European, US-centric list. Yeah, it's quite heavy. Well, Allison, before we started recording, you told me that you had some <laughs> hot gossip. Okay, we're going to stop talking about strictly soccer for a moment and talk about romance. Romance. Um, yeah, so I fell into, so I was at work last night and it, I went from periods of like insanity to periods of like nothing. Um, and so in one of my periods of nothing, say around like, I was waiting for a kid to, to be transferred in, say around like two 30 in the morning, I, I did a little bit of a deep dive. Um, so as most of you probably know, Kelly O'Hara, um, 
kind of publicly came out, I suppose. Um, she kissed her girlfriend. After, yeah, she kissed her girlfriend after the World Cup final. Um, and like sent uh, the universe a Twitter. Um, because I definitely didn't know. We um, were a twittering. I'd heard a long we time a ago that she wanted to live, she wanted to play for Sky Blue because her girlfriend lived in Brooklyn. That's what I'd heard so, a long, long time ago. That's yeah, all I'd heard. I had, I had no idea. And in my deep dive, I figured out who that previous girlfriend was. And I figured out who her current girlfriend is. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, like, I'm really bringing it for you guys. Um, but the thing is, like, she was not hiding it at all. She, her ex-girlfriend is all over the Instagram, not all over, but she's, there's definitely a bunch of pictures. They're together. They're at like on vacation doing different stuff. It was like, it was not hidden at all. And that's too, why I just am oblivious clearly. Um, but like, it, I'm surprised, like it sent shockwaves through the women's soccer community as it seemed to have. Well, that's, or maybe I feel like people were excited because it was like, Oh, she's coming out. But here's a question. Maybe she wasn't coming out to the public maybe she was just finally famous enough for us to notice maybe <laughs> right maybe that, like that could be that it could be because like she went the last time they won the world cup she went with her girlfriend at the time to the espies like as her date yeah so it's like it was <laughs> not like a anyways well um, seeing her kiss her girlfriend like regardless is a beaut like it was like an awesome moment at the end of the world cup yeah but i think we, no one can back. label it kelly o'hara came out at the end of the world cup that's not what happened right but but they but a lot of people like there's like 17 articles online about that um anyhow in my deep dive um i figured out that her her previous girlfriend was ann walkush walkush i don't know if i'm saying that right they dated um, back in 2015, it seems like um, she plays soccer. Um, no, I don't think she plays soccer. She went. She also went to Stanford, mm, mm, um, mm, but mm, I mm. don't think that she um, plays played soccer. Um, but I guess they met at Stanford, or somehow they knew each other from Stanford. Um, but they were together for a while, it seems like. And she was at the last World Cup, and um, she had a lot of fun photos on her Instagram of like. Um, that World Cup and cheering Kelly on and so what all we're, the aftermath glow and stuff. What we all need to take away from this is that Allison looked at Instagram photos up to four years ago. Up to <laughs> that's you're right. You you know when, that's like, a deep you dive. Want to accidentally click on like a photo? Mm-hmm. Which you're just like, dear God. Um, although I think I wasn't even signed in to an Instagram account because it's on the that computer. That doesn't so. make it better. But, but it like makes it more safe for me to true pass. true 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 <laughs> um and her current girlfriend um's name is cameron stanhouse um and she actually um she's a pretty impressive lady she um of course she is a women's global brand marketing manager at under armor and we all know that mm. kelly has <laughs> a um kelly has a um contract or um a sponsorship with Under Armour. So I'm like, hmm. I hope when, this, which which one started first? <laughs> I hope this girlfriend is watching out for those chocolate milk people. <laughs> I know, right? They're trying to get all up in there. Um, no, but she um, she seems lovely. I don't know much about her. She's like much more tight on social media than um, Anne was. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there there you have it, guys. I figured it out. <laughs> It took a long time, but I'm just, I'm really thrilled for them. It seems like they both, um, Cameron travels a lot for work. Um, mm. 
and obviously so does Kelly. So I, like maybe it just works out for them. But um, Cameron uh, was also with Kelly at the ESPYS um, this year. There's a couple pictures of them together, and um, yeah. So it's not. It's absolutely not a hidden thing. It's just like it is what it is, and like she just lives her life, and I respect the hell out of her for it, and um, I love it. It makes me so happy. Yay! So oh, you guys. That was a great go, a great Instagram deep dive. Very good. Instagram. It was no, it was like Instagram and like sketchy old message boards from like 2015 up to 2019. There's some there's some really interesting places on the internet where like the real backdoor secrets of the women's national team are spoken about. And mm-hmm. uh, it it was impre- it was interesting. Some some things I didn't want to know, some things I was like, oh, "Okay." Um <laughs> So anyways, we yeah. we really talk a lot of soccer on this podcast, but there is a lot to like other in comparison to what we could be team. talking about. Right, 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 right. I feel like in comparison to what a lot of fans maybe want to hear, maybe they're like, that's too much soccer. Anyways, there it is. There's the deep dive. Excellent. Well, should we do a player's corner? Yeah. Let's do a Absolutely. player's corner. Who should we do this week? Hmm, we got some requests from our Twitter fans. Yes. Are we going to talk about Emily Sonnet? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. People have been requesting her, and I think that this is a fantastic week to highlight Sonnet because she got to play. She got to start in both of these uh, victory games. Yeah, and she was fun to play. Fun to play. She was fun to watch. Um, I still don't think she's anywhere near the level of, like, our other defenders, but you know what? She was fun to watch. And she, I think she is such an integral part of this team, not because of her play on the field, but because of the lighthearted brevity and silliness. And just, I think she keeps spirits high and light. And I just, for that kudos, Emily, kudos. She is a huge personality on the team. Yeah. is for sure. The team goofball, her, her, Instagram description of herself is Portland Thorns, Adidas athlete, lactose intolerant, sit down comedian. One thousand percent. All of those, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming for the lactose intolerance. That's unfortunate, but she's like the team yeah. bad dance leader. She's always making trying to do dances. Oh, they had a really funny one from this last match. Did yes, you see it? Yes, it was great doing the oh, uh, TikTok man. meme thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yep. not a hundred percent clear what TikTok is, but it's blown up. It, that was very fun. She also somehow got Waffle House to give her like free waffles for life or something. Yeah. She has some Waffle House thing. That's like Kelly got free Chipotle for life or something oh like that, gosh. I think. I'm jealous of that. <laughs> she, she, there was a really funny video going around this week where in practice Carly nutmegged her so bad, but then she got <laughs> so excited for Carly. She like ruined the drill and hugged her. <laughs> Sometimes like I that, wonder if I feel like that's such an accurate description of her. Yes. She's a goof. She, she said she goof. can't be serious about anything. I almost wonder how she's a professional athlete. She's so silly. Fair question. I like, as a I comedy person, I'm also jeans. <laughs> good jeans, good jeans and uh, some underlying perseverance. As a comedy person, I wonder if she's compensating for something. Usually unhappy <laughs> you, people are funny like that. <laughs> that. I mean, for comedians, that is, uh, I don't know any situation where that's not 
true. I think usually, but I think that comedians can definitely be happy and like comedians working on their mental health is a really important thing. But I think a lot of people want to make people laugh because that was the only way they survived in middle school and high school. So I just wonder right. what was going on. I don't think a lot of athletes have that experience. So I wonder what's going on with Emily. Sonic. Right. Because they're like so determined, so focused, usually fairly popular. Or they're like, kind of boring know, a lot of times. Not. Sonnet's not boring. No, absolutely not. Um, she went to college at UVA, um, mm. which is like the biggest rivalry in my mind, having gone to Virginia Tech. But mm. it, once like you get more removed from college and like living here in New York, like when I meet people that went to UVA, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, like it, it. The further removed you get from college, and the further removed you get from like the geographical area, like I get excited when I meet people that went to UVA because. Like it or not, we generally speak the same language. Which but um, didn't you reveal last week that you you went to one place over the other because of the colors? Um, <laughs> no, no. I liked navy and orange. I liked navy and orange. Uh-huh. It was when I did my college visit. I just didn't like. It wasn't. It was a vibe thing, which I know sounds like really like, like granola, like West Coast of me, but. I just didn't have the same vibe. And like when it came down, like I had my letters, like it was like, uh, kind of like Sophie's Choice. Like I had my letters sitting in front of me, like Tech and UVA. I had a few others, but they had gone out for other reasons. And I was like, which one do you sign? Like real life altering stuff. You could have gone to the same school as Emily Sonnet, but you blew it. And Tina Fey. But you yeah. still, you speak the same language, so you could get along. So that's nice. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And we would have some, like, good-natured ribbing, I think. And she's from Georgia, so. That I can't speak to. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, Emily Sonnet, we're so grateful for you. We, you're such a goofball, and you provide us with such amazing Instagram content. Um, and I think you do a lot for the team when things are um, a little tougher, maybe. And being on the road gets tiring day after day. So thank you for what you do. And she has only played for the Thorns in the NWSL, right? Yeah. She went to Australia for a season. Yeah, she has 73 caps with the Thorns, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, that is very impressive. I don't think, I mean, so many of the players that we've spoken about are like, they're on this club, then they're this club, then they're back to that one. So good for her. Good for you, Emily. Emily Ann Sonnet. Yeah. Uh, She's only 25. She'll be turning 26 this um, November. But Good. This march of time will wear down her comedic enthusiasm. No, I no, she's a jokester know. for life. She's a jokester for life. Yeah, for sure. It is funny that there's a team clown. Like it's hilarious that that exists, but I guess every team probably has it. Yeah, I think you you have to have somebody like that can lighten the mood when things aren't so light. I mean, you know, like gosh, even in like travel when I played, like. You gotta have somebody. It had to have somebody that people could pick on, you know. And that person was me, so that's why I know it. That's why you're funny. This is what I'm saying. You're funny when you got picked on. Yes. <laughs> oh, maybe. But man, I drank a lot of like diet coke with pepper put in it. What? Are you serious? It would do that when I went to the bathroom. I can't imagine you getting picked on. That's crazy to me. Well, it was like, again, it was like very good natured. Like, okay. I, they were like very close friends and I was on that team since its inception. And, and, you know, I, I knew everybody from the get go and we always had a lot of fun, but Mm. it was a lot of diet Coke with Dr. With, um, 
with pepper in it. I was a Diet Coke with Dr. Pepper. I was like, that's not that bad. Yeah. That's not that bad. Yeah. Why was drinking Diet Coke after games? That's another question. Should I have been drinking more water or Gatorade? The answer is yes. But what are you going to do? Yeah, gross. That's why that's why I'm not going to make Sky Blue, okay? It's because I had Diet Coke after games as a kid. And that's the only reason. Yep, that's it. I'm going to stick to that. Mm. Well, still love Diet Coke. That's our show for today. Yeah. What a show that was. That's all the U.S. Women's National Team news out there. There's some NWSL stuff going on. I, I definitely recommend everybody check out these last couple of games before we find out who's going to the playoffs. So make sure to stay stay tuned in for that. Yep. And we'll be back when they play more games. Yeah, they can play August 3rd against South Korea. August 3rd? August 6th. Uh, October. August, October. <sighs> I'm like looking at October and saying August. I wish it was October still August. October 3rd. In Charlotte, North Carolina, which is going to be a fun match. I feel like North Carolina really holds a lot of fans. And October 6th um, is going to be uh, in Chicago. Now, I might not. be Ellis' last match. I'm, I might not be on those episodes or it might be a long time before we get them because I'll be in Japan for a She's while. going to be in Japan. I'm going to be in Japan, guys. So, but in the meantime, if you want to well, reach out. You want out... to know how the women's soccer team is there because. Oh, yeah. Going through a slump, I'd say. <laughs> I meant like popularity, but oh yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> so 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 so. That's what I would say if I was speaking Japanese. So 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 so. Um, but you can email us at settle the score podcast at gmail dot com, or you can tweet us at scorepod or Instagram us at scorepod. Awesome guys! Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.